Genre. Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. It's a between <laughs> Evil Dead's over. We did it. We survived. Um, yep. <clears throat> we came out on the other side. Um, honestly, four awful movies. <laughs> honestly, this one, uh, this one felt. This one feels a little like incomplete to me because my mind is so like this like this one's not gonna feel complete until Evil Dead Rise comes out. Oh really? Um Yeah, I, I just it feels very like you know, because they, they pushed it back. We we started this not knowing what the deal with Evil Dead Rise was gonna be. Originally it was supposed to be on HBO Max in October. Mm-hmm. Um and now it's pushed to a theatrical release in April. April. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. April of 2023. So we're not going to see it for a while. So I'm, it just it has this. It's just like this sure. thing hanging over over this miniseries head. Um, it's because it's so close to, like, yeah. With when we did our 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 scream, you know, when we talked about you know scream five or you know whatever, we were kind of I don't know if it was confirmed yet, but we kind of presumed that scream six was going to be at least like a year away. But it still mm-hmm. felt like Scream Five was, if it, yeah, it felt a little more final. Like yeah, closing the book on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be well, interesting. Are, I I have no idea what to expect from Evil Dead Rise. I'm excited to talk about that though. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any like hopes or expectations? Like, because like looking at Evil Dead Four, looking at Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, as we talked about, it is kind of a stealth sequel. Right. As well as being a remix. So it's kind of a legacy sequel almost. In right. A way. right. But with Evil Dead Rise, it's kind of like an opportunity, depending on your perspective, of Evil Dead sort of becoming like a Hellraiser type movie where it's just, what if, what if they found the Necronomicon in the jungle? What if they found the Necronomicon yeah. in a high rise apartment building? Right, right, right. Can I make a guess sure. as to how this is done? Um, my guess is that the high-rise in question will have been built upon the foundation of the cabin. And so they will find the original basement under... Like they're gonna like remove some bricks or something, and then like yep. find 
an entryway to that original basement or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's where they're going to find the Necronomicon is that the the forest where the cabin was originally has been cleared off and has been uh, turned into like condos or you yeah. know, high rise. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that a lot because it's kind of about like, you know, progress and right. like by now it's like, oh, yeah, they would have just cleared that out and built more housing. Yeah. And like rich sort people of like, housing. Yeah, yeah, sort of the Evil Dead equivalent of like the poltergeist. Like you, <laughs> you move the graves, but you forgot to move the bodies. You yeah, know? yeah. Or uh, yeah, or like the people under the stairs. I don't know, like some something kind of the idea of an Evil Dead ad- adventure, for lack of a better word, or like an Evil Dead movie happening to wealthy people. Like mm. that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. I mean, there's no suggestion one way or the other, whether this is like an expensive, like rich people condo high rise or mm. is it a like slum. a um, a slum high rise? You know, I like a judge I, a high rise. Yeah. Or like a uh, yeah, like a affordable housing kind of situation. If it's something like right. that, that feels yeah. more. Yeah, that because like that, that also, yeah, that kind of feels like um like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't like know. A drug dealers know. didn't think it's like a drug den. Then it's like, no, oh, dead right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know which direction it's going to go. Cause we literally don't know anything about this. Um, I will say since recording this series, I have watched, uh, a hole in the ground. Yeah. The oh, same director. The direct. Yeah. The same director, the director's first film, um, which is pretty good. Uh, it's not great. Um, it's, it has some like interesting, like spooky visual stuff, but it's not like wild in the way that I would expect an evil dead movie to be. So I, I don't know how wild this is going to be, uh, because I didn't see any of that in the hole in the ground, a hole in the ground, the hole in the ground. I forget. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a very like it is definitely an elevated horror kind of movie. Um, it is, you know, about uh, basically a demon. Uh, a, a a there's a hole to hell, is what it seems like, and there's demons in this hole, and this woman's kid like falls in the hole, and when he climbs out, he's not right anymore, and she realizes that it's a demon like pretending to be her child, oh. um, and that and that another woman went crazy in town she's like grandma death in dark donnie darko that's not my son yeah right yeah no absolutely 100 percent um uh she there's literally a point where she's standing in the middle of the road and she almost hits her and she gets out are you okay and she's like that's not your son that's not your son that's not your son and she's (laughs) like oh okay all right all right thanks lady um you know dead by dawn yeah yeah Uh, and it's 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 you know like it's fine, and it's sort of like about like how you should trust mothers; they know their kids. Um, sure. That's, yeah, I guess that's the lesson. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, they know when their kids aren't right. Um, they know when their kids a demon. Yeah, you, you should listen to them. <laughs> they, if you, if a woman says her son is a demon and he has to die, you should listen to the mom. She knows it, best. It's on um, you. Be an ally. <laughs> so um yeah so the movie's fine it's nothing it's nothing like great 
Um, it's not mm-hmm. like great cinema or anything. It's 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 fine. Um, I don't know what Sam saw in this guy for an Evil Dead. Uh, I always thought the same thing about Fetty Alvarez in terms of sure. like I was about to ask yeah. where that short film was to like an Evil Dead, but I didn't know that it was his idea to do the Evil Dead. I thought Sam like chased him down and was like, "This is the guy that should do Evil Dead" because that's right. how it was sort of presented at the time. But like now, in retrospect, we realized that like no, he wanted to make a theatrical like a a feature version of that short film about the alien attacking and the giant robots and stuff mm-hmm. um not an evil dead movie it was fede alvarez that was like i want to make an evil dead movie yeah but making a horror movie with sam raimi it's going to be an evil dead movie right exactly um so i don't know what sam saw in this guy that was like oh this is the guy that should do the next evil dead movie um but uh i'm excited to find out but in terms of like yeah, I mean, I want it to be wild, but like, I also I want the humor to come back. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I like e- the e- as much as I like Evil Dead, we have it. It exists. It's done. Like now, I want to see like what does a modern Evil Dead two look like? That's what I want to see. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, like a kind of like returning to the dark comedy Looney Tune style of of Evil Dead two. Right, but modernized, you know, mm-hmm. that could be yeah. interesting. Yeah, so not so much, not so much evil, not so much Looney Tunes and Three Stooges, but like what that sort of like wild, like com- dark comedy sort of because there, there's a little bit of that in like Cabin in the Woods, right? Sure, that sort of Evil Dead Two element of just like releasing everything all at once and and like you know like the comedy in like the absurdity of like seeing like a clown guy kill somebody and like a unicorn kill somebody, you know, like that absurdity. But I'll say this about cabin in the woods, you know, it's not the most compelling horror movie in the world before that iconic moment where like all hell breaks loose. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think that the movie should be more of that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm now imagine a movie that's all that. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 it's like it's like 20 minutes of the other thing, and then the rest of the movie is that. It's like, because oh, hell yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, what sets Evil Dead apart from your Elm Streets and your Friday the 13th and your Halloweens and even your Hellraisers is like that kind of fun, haunted house, spook a blast, chaotic energy. Yes. That, yes. like, you, you, you mentioned it. Like, Evil Dead isn't without its humor, but it's kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? This is insane. Like, I, I have yes. to laugh. Yes, right. That's the that's the element that I think I want to see return is that sort of chaotic element, mm-hmm. um, which I think is lacking from Evil Dead 2013, where it is very like it has a mission and it stands by that mission and it is so cathartic at the end and everything, but it never dips into that chaos territory, right? Mm-hmm. None of those deadites in in that movie are like floating and like spinning around and like you know cackling like witches like that never happens they're all mm-hmm. like clicking and like twitching and are, are are just they have a very different vibe and so i would sure. like to like return to that like, the vibe of the original evil dead stuff i'd love to see deadites with white eyes again that would be great um mm-hmm. Does that does yeah. that all lead you more towards like compelling you to watch ash versus the evil dead which to me does have like the the dead eyes cackling and giggling with the white eyes. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of Ash versus Evil Dead. I just, I think I watched through the end of season two and I never watched season three because it was canceled. Um, oh, and also because season three got like a new showrunner. And I was like, well, what's the point of having a new <laughs> showrunner for the last season? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll go back and watch season three, but I, I think that's where I stopped watching. Um, my my issue with, with uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead is it's, it is Army of Darkness if Army of Darkness was like, pushing for an R rating instead of a PG-13. Okay. So it's more in that vibe, um, in that army of darkness, like very silly, very campy vibe. Whereas I think Evil Dead 2 strikes a balance a little bit more. It's more of like, it's it's more of like, it feels more like Sam's like, let's see what I can get away with versus I know I can get away with anything. So here it all is. Okay. Does it get a little kind of almost like um i don't i don't know judd apatow is the right word, but kind of more like this is the end of like oh a demon's got a dildo for a nose I, I, it does yeah okay it does get a little bit more like that a hundred percent which um, is like there ramey's sense of humor was like yeah always very like why i oughta you know it's not like yeah oh no i fucked a demon and now my dick's falling off you know <laughs> right yeah i don't know if it ever gets to that point but it's okay it, it definitely uh, uh gets on the gets to the line Without a doubt, it does. Um, and I think it's it's because it's Rob Tapper is is producing that show. Um, right. And Sam is executive producing, but isn't like creatively involved in it after the pilot. Mm. So Rob Tapper. Yeah. Rob Tapper. Learned a lot about him on this series. We sure did. Not until that last episode, though, because I didn't want to talk about him really before that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you ready to go into rankings? Sure. Uh, starting off. So yeah, just to recap listeners, we tend to rank these based on like which ones we're most likely to pick up and watch again, even after going through the whole process of talking about it on the show, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that being said, the bottom of my list at number four is unfortunately army of darkness. Yeah, me too. Naturally. Um, yeah, like, yeah, you know, uh, a lot more fun than I remember it being. I think I warmed up to it a lot on this watch through. And I love the Ray Harryhausen skeletons of it all. I think watching Ash finally, like, you know, see to see him living his best life, filling up to his potential and being like an ass kicker, dropping one liner after one liner is really fun. But like, yeah. And, you know, not to say he 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 does do like the Bruce Campbell gymnastics that we see in evil dead. Like he beats himself up. He's playing multiple characters, but Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the epic battleness of it all. I don't think maybe was maybe Raimi wasn't there yet of being able to do set pieces that big in the same dynamic way that he does his small cabin set pieces. Right. I think that the battle sequences are not shot well at all. Um, I don't think they're entertaining. I think they're mostly repetitive. Um, and I would say larger than that problem, the 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 seemingly like sort of um unrealistic expectations that that he put on himself for the movie in terms of like what he can execute at the budget that he was given, but mm-hmm. also the sacrifice that having those elements did to take away from the evil dead elements. There's like, it really does feel like its own movie that 
has a tangential connection to Evil Dead um, mm-hmm. in the form of like Ash Williams and the Necronomicon. Nothing else has to do with Evil Dead with this to me. Like Evil right. Dead isn't about like walking, talking skeletons playing like flutes, you know, like it's just it, that's not Evil Dead to me. <laughs> it's that about is old ladies dancing on their tiptoes with their hands stretched out cackling. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you know, it, it, my my issue is there is a there is a lack of of spooky stuff in this. There is mm-hmm. um, sort of like there's spooky in terms of like walking down a Halloween aisle and there's like skeleton things that you can oh, buy. Huh? You Honey, know? look. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. But it's not, you know, it, it's more like like, yeah, it's just it's not. I, I miss like the, 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 the goop and the, the, you know, the deadites and, the, and just like the evil, there's no evil in this movie. Um, mm. and, and there's no one that is like fucking with Ash on like an existential level in this movie. It's, it's, it's just not what I come to an evil dead movie for. And so like, it's just not one I revisit really ever. Mm. Uh, de- so. definitely, definitely more of a fan of it than you. I think. I think that the the thing is, it is a full tilt genre shift. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. I would not put this in the horror section if I owned a video store. Like, yeah, it's an it's an adventure movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like an action adventure. Um, I just I love the gleefulness with which it's like, you know, like he like the when he jumps and like the the chainsaw just locks into his hand and he's able to yeah. just like use it. There's like. He, they're having so much fun making the kind of movie that can be twice as expensive and half as fun most of the time. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. like in terms of like, you know, dummy going on an adventure. Yeah. And like fighting some bad guys. um, And yeah. And it's still like it's 90 minutes. Like it's still such a bullet. And yeah, it's like such a fun watch. But is yeah like you're 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 missing you're like i wouldn't call this a horror movie and you know it's an evil dead movie yeah yeah um so definitely ranked last for me sure um um so this is my shotgun blast through the door come at me or rather don't at me but uh my number three is the evil dead i get it i do i get it (laughs) it's it's like i think the reason this is such a legendary movie is because you're watching these and I don't want to, I don't do not want to discount like everyone bled for that movie. Mm-hmm. Like every person on that cast and crew like gave it their all. Um and you know faced the elements quite literally. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like when you're listening to like a like a first album that was like recorded in someone's basement and you're like holy shit like who is this and you're like it's Sam Raimi yeah. and Bruce Campbell, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like just so many ideas that are introduced, the ferocity of it and like, but it just seems like they're both kind of finding their craft as you're watching it. And it's Mm -hmm. like fascinating to watch, but like, I don't know, given the choice, if I would choose to watch it when I have the other two available, you know? Sure. 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 Yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair and valid. And and I absolutely (laughs) understand. Um, Uh, what, what is your number three, Scott? Uh, my number three is uh, Evil Dead 2013, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it just it just comes down to the fact that the movie's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fun to watch. You know, it is it is 
great. It's a it's a fucking awesome movie, and I love it this way that I love Hereditary. But Hereditary sure. is also not a fun movie to watch. You know, <laughs> um, this is a movie about a, a a a drug addict like struggling with her addiction and the cost um, that it has on the people around her and the people that she loves, mm-hmm. um, and how it takes down all of them in order for her to get over it. Uh, it's not a fun time, you know. <laughs> it's just it, it's not it's not that kind of movie. Um, I, so I don't I don't I I wouldn't say that I have fun watching it, but I do think the movie the movie is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, Army of Darkness is a large step down, um, from this movie. I think I think uh my top three here are all like basically like inches away from each other. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So like this is not like a large step from the other two for me. This is like really up there. But if you're asking me like which one am I going to rewatch? <laughs> this one is not going to be one I'm going to rewatch a lot cuz it's a bummer sure, um, sure. for most of it, you know? Um I I love the catharsis of that third act. Um and I think it's I think it's gorgeously shot. I think Federico Alvarez kicked this movie's ass. Um but and honestly, you almost wonder if Having a foreign director whose English is their their second language wasn't exactly what an Evil Dead remake needed because Evil Dead is so much about visuals and vibes and feelings that mm. like language is its second language, you know? Yes, like that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So so it's it's so like yeah, it's kind of he's kind of a perfect choice in that in that perspective and he just wasn't afraid of the gore and I love that. I love that he was like let's look at what you guys were trying to accomplish with that first movie and now let's do it with modern effects and a modern budget um and and really see what we can we we could work with here. Um and I love that. I love I love the movie for that. I I think it's phenomenal. But yeah, it is a bummer. And so it's not going to be one that I'm going to I'm going to revisit as often as the other two on my list. Yeah, you know, I never thought about it, but there is it would be so easy for, you know, and not to be, you know, there's plenty of great American horror directors even at like the the indie level, you know. Yeah. Arguably more than at the studio level. But like yeah, yeah it would be so easy to do a plot heavy like we have to we have two days to turn the, the the equinox around and we have to do this thing and go back oh the you know plot and yeah this movie just sprints past all of that pretty much yeah. against every movie and yeah. that's also something i really hope evil dead rise you know i don't want that movie to get bogged down by like plot yeah because like there's there's easily a world where evil dead rise is like okay so there's like there's like seven vigils over the over the you know, over the yeah. di- the different levels of this high rise, and we have to make it all the way to the top to stop mm-hmm. the top vigil that's in like the penthouse of the high rise. And you're the seventh you know, daughter of the seventh priest, and you have yeah, to, right, yeah. some fucking bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now we're gonna watch the movie. And we're like, God damn it, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> or just gonna we're gonna sink lower and lower in our seats. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, doing it. Um, we got to get to the penthouse. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They go full like. There's a way like- to make that cool though, because if if it's a singular need, if it's just like we have to make it to the penthouse, then it's like the fucking raid, and it's like right. imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. the Evil Dead, but it's the raid. Like, yeah. holy shit, that like, would rule. Like Ash having to fight his way up a building. Yeah, uh, like just and each each level, you're like running into a new situation of fucking dead eye yeah. madness. It's almost oh, like man. a side-scrolling video game. Yeah, 
or like oh no a big fat one you know like (laughs) (laughs) right yeah absolutely oh man oh yeah that's good anyway so my number two coincidentally is evil dead 2 dead by dawn sure um mine is mine is also evil dead 2 my number two so got gotta give it up this movie changed my life um i i cannot say enough about bruce campbell's performance throughout most of this movie I mean, all of it, the whole thing. I mean, it's a singular achievement. It's like it, 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 it's, it's the best, you know? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, like I do kind of, my attention does dip when the other villagers or when the other townspeople come. The other villagers. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh. like Bobby Joe and the other guy who lived, which is crazy. Um, yeah. And then, like, yeah, and then, like, it swoops back up by the time we get to the finale. And, like, yeah, there's every few minutes I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, this thing happens, too. I love this, you know. Um, yeah. The the um, I think an, uh, I think a, a, a uh, better way to have done what they did with those guys, because making them strangers. Right. I mean, like, I guess, you know, we get um, uh, uh, Henrietta out of it because you know that's her daughter and so the deadites raise henrietta out to like fuck with her right but that whole sort of element of it the sort of um academic element and the uh uh you know she knows the necronomicon because she's like studied it i guess or like right yeah her parents that her dad has or whatever and like that's what gets us into like the medieval times at the end of the movie yeah so i understand why it's all there structurally. Like I get why that was their instinct to do that. I think a better way of doing what they did because, you know, they show up and they're immediately distrustful of him because she's like, what happened to my dad? But I'm also like very confused in terms of the timeline of this because I'm like, well, when was your dad out here? How long has he been out here that you knew of? Um, Because Ash came out here on vacation. So like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, there's a man living there, but be chill about it. Yeah. Right, right. Like, it just, all of it is very confusing to me. Um, I think a better way to go about this would have been you do the, you, 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 Ash is there, he's having a hell of a night, and then you find out that these people are coming that we're going to meet. It was, it, they're going to meet the other group that was there in the first Evil Dead. They're coming out later to meet them there. Oh, like and more then they of their show friends. up. And then they show up and they literally think Ash has killed everybody. That's really fun. Yeah. And then it's like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand what you just walked into. And he's like, no, I think we did. You're a fucking psycho. Guys, um, you know then, me. It's me, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. And then the deadites fucking attack. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Ash is like, Ash is like, I told you so. Also, sorry. Like, fuck. <laughs> no, I have to kill more of my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I, I think that could be rad. That could and, be you know, and also it. like. I actively love that Evil Dead is a franchise that can and does have these big glaring plot holes. And, yes. You know, it doesn't matter. And it just goes to show you that, like, yeah, you can still be a good movie and not have all the pieces connect, you know? Yeah. It makes these it are more all, fun. Yeah. Yeah. These are very dreamlike movies. And yeah. stuff just happens in a dream. Yeah. Um, so, like, That's Evil Dead- why, despite, despite the fact that the continuity doesn't perfectly line up, I do think you could edit all these movies together and make one long narrative. Yeah. And it would feel right because of exactly what you're talking about. It's all very dreamlike anyway. It's like one long nightmare. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I just want to get that out of the way that, like, I, I love Evil Dead 2. 
that's what you would that's what you would call that fucking cut. Uh, one long nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. E- Evil Dead. One long nightmare. And it's just all three movies cut together. Like two hours, or like two and a half hours. Yeah, and then I, I think you would cut all, all of them together, and then add a lot of like blood to Army of Darkness. I think. <laughs> the skeletons and the blood like bursting out. Of them. Yeah, they're just like pouring out of them. No, right? why? <laughs> yeah, like they get stabbed by the arrows, and then blood pours out, and then they blow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, yeah, like it was at the bottom, bottom of both of our lists. But I, and I'm not disagreeing with your opinion of the battle sequences but if army of darkness just ended with a five minute super cut of skeletons like no fuck you and like blowing up i would <laughs> yeah yeah um uh. so my number one is 2013's evil dead um it's really funny you know you're talking about fun and how this isn't fun to go back and watch and to me it is um <laughs> I was like watching it. I'm like, wow, I actually am surprised I haven't gone back to this more because Mm -hmm. it is in the way that the inexplicable way that horror can kind of do it. This is like almost a comfort watch for me Um, Mm -hmm. because it's just so fucking good. And yeah, it's telling arguably the strongest story of the whole franchise. Like 100 percent. No doubt about it. Like it, it's cool seeing that an Evil Dead movie can have this like really cool point A to point B setting up all the pieces story, yeah. Um, and like I think every actor is doing a just a super courageous performance of really diving in there and getting their butts kicked and having themselves yeah. mutilated. Um, yeah, I like how real the friend group seems and like how grounded everyone is for an Evil Dead movie. And yeah, seems like a character with a life, which is like not even stuff they were trying to do in the old movies. And right, right. I think that's why this is such a worthy remake. And then also, not enough can be said, but you know, we tried with 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 Billy last week. Uh, freaking uh, Jane Levy, like, yeah, belongs in the Mount Rushmore horror performances. Yes, yes. I don't disagree with anything you said. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think all of that all all of that is 100% true. Mm-hmm. I think it just it lacks uh, a gleefulness that I like to see um right. tonally in an Evil Dead, even in my number 1, The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. It is trying to have a it's trying to be a serious horror movie and it's not succeeding necessarily mm-hmm. because they don't know how to do that because Sam's never done horror before and all he knows is to siphon it through comedy of like, oh, scares are a lot like jokes, you know, right. and and forming it that way. And I don't feel like Fetty Alvarez formed any element of Evil Dead 2013 like that. I think mm-hmm. it is all being taken deadly seriously, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And I and I think the movie rules and I I. I, I don't, don't disagree with <laughs> yeah I, I, what happened to my face when both of her arms are cut off like with her, yeah that's pretty good that's that's true that is true <laughs> or like how the body the rubbery body of like the chainsaw going through like but it's but different. it is it's yes. a different kind of like over the top definitely like, but it, it, it's also like there is it's interesting to me that the movie isn't more fun and more funny considering Diablo Cody wrote the thing you know right yeah. Um, I mean, granted, Fetty Alvarez could have been like, okay, like, 
I yeah, rewrite all of this because you can know how to talk like an American, but right. uh, also well, think, like don't add too much like funny comedy and, stuff. Well, That's I think at the end of the day, for. like they made a choice to be like, okay, we are remaking the Evil Dead. We are not remaking Evil Dead Two, right? So like we're taking this as seriously as they right. were back in 1980, 1979, right? And maybe they see that gleefulness as a as a mark against what they were attempting to do. I don't think there's very little gleeful about the Evil Dead. I mean, like the fact of like they're doing it is like hell yeah, punk rock. But like the Deadites are like they're like they're not quite where they get in Evil Dead Two. Like right, they're a little bit more like they are an evil to me like the Evil Dead remake where it's like they're like more cackling but mean than like yeah. goofy. So it's yeah. like this weird, and I I actually think the Evil Dead is scarier than people give it credit for. Still, yeah. Well, my my feeling on the gleefulness comes from stuff like, um, like the way that she cat like laughs and like rocks her head back and forth. It's just yeah, it's yeah. just it it's very silly and it's like they're having fun, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and then like. You know, Ash finding himself in front of the film projector and the blood coming down the film projector. Yeah. That feels very fun. And like the 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 sequence the with like the mirror. Absolutely. The mirror feels feels very gleeful. The um uh the claymation monsters, the claymation demons in the yeah. in, at the end feels very gleeful. So there there are elements of it that have that sort of glee, like, ooh, we're having fun making this. Right. But that's There's- yeah, go ahead. Uh, there's a surreality that isn't mm-hmm. in the Fide Alvarez version where, like, right. you know, Mia Mia never, like, dips her or puts her hand in a mirror and there's water. Right, or, right. Like, there's never little imps running around. So it's going to be fascinating to see if Evil Dead Rise has that sort of, like, surreality to it. I And I hope it does because I do think it is something. The only aspect of Fede Alvarez's Evil Dead... Um, that has that sort of reality is the very final sequence, the raining blood yeah. with her evil demon twin um, and and like the puppet like yeah. uh, chainsaw bit. Almost to where it almost I love it, but you can almost argue it feels out of place compared to the rest of the movie where it's like, yeah, whoa, wait, it's raining blood like. Who's... Yeah, yeah. But I, I love but it. They, but... But, but they turn it into like an escalation, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, a really fun choice. It's it's look, movie fucking rules. Like yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, like Man, the the Alvarez that. remake fucking rules. But there is something so pure about the the Evil Dead. Oh yeah, where they made a movie by accident that felt this way. They didn't yeah. mean to make a movie that felt this way. This is just the only way they knew how to make a movie, and mm-hmm. it it just jump started careers and and fandoms and all of these things and and there's just something so special about it to me yeah and you know it's a mirror and and you said something way back in our first episode that i've been thinking about where it's like you know sam raimi and Bruce campbell and company they had these intentions mm-hmm. like let's go make a movie and you know it, this, the narrative is like and then because he just his, his tenacity and he just said it all he force a will and you made the point of like look sometimes that's not enough like yeah you know history is full of people that like did their best and had all the passion and just couldn't get the money together or couldn't get like it to like stay together you know and like yeah this is as much uh like providence 
you know, and like an accident, like you said, of like, right. yeah, Sam Raimi's like a, a, an amazing director, but something sometimes even that's not enough. Right. So right. it's like just this lightning in a bottle singular thing of like, wow, like everything kind of like the stars are all aligned to make this one thing. Yeah. And I appreciate that Roger Ebert quote about if you would rather have dinner with the people who made the movie than watch the movie, it's not a good movie. Um, I, 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 I understand, but I also respectfully disagree. I think he is talking academically and that's fine, but I, I no, like sometimes I want to watch a movie that is not technically great, but mm feels comforting because it feels like I'm hanging out with friends or people that I respect or I'm like because like every time I watch the evil did it inspires me I'm right, like yeah I want to do something like this one day you know yeah I'm like not torture all my actors but like <laughs> just get a bunch of my best friends together and, and make something special like this you know yeah yeah like you know there's a romance to even going back to 2013 all the way you know with like where they have like a a camera on a really, they could really lay down track in the mm-hmm. woods and have a steady cam, but it mm-hmm. won't be as dangerous and chaotic and alive as a dude nailing a camera to a two by four and running through the woods with it. Right. Right. And I think I, you know, and I'm, I'm all, I also think like with evil dead rise, like I'm not expecting it would be greedy for me to expect to love evil dead rise the way that I do evil dead because it's like very mm-hmm. singular, but yeah, I don't like, it's like, but yeah, kind of like what you said, like, I don't want it to do that. Cause we have that. So right. Like do something else. Add like, find another aspect of the equation that you can like use to make new stuff. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. What a franchise. Yeah. It's a weird one. Cause like, for how old it is, you would think we would have a million of them at this point. Yeah. It's, and I think that's kind of why Evil Dead Rise makes me a little anxious, is because, like, I think that's part of what makes Evil Dead really special is that for a while there were only three of them. Yeah. And then for a decade, there's been four of them. And by a miracle, most people agree that the fourth one at least belongs in the canon, which is really <laughs> nuts easier um, easier said than done you know yeah man but uh like there's been thir- how many halloween movies and it's kind of like we said about the star trek fandom where people are constantly like nope that that one doesn't count that one doesn't count it's only these three right. and right but i like right. this one h2o is good that one counts you know yeah 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 man that would be I mean, you know, I think we've we've put it up to uh, vote for like a listener listener choice before, but like if yeah. we ever do cover the the Halloween movies, it's just going to be such a weird a weird thing because it's just multiple timelines and like yeah, we're, we're hopping yeah. back and forth between things where it's like like after Halloween they're like it's like okay now everybody mark your place here because we're going to come back to this in 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 forty 30, years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so mark your place. We're going to come back. But for now, we're going to go to the first sequel. And then we're going to go. We're going to take this Season up of the to. Witch. Yeah. Um, and then, and then okay, now we got to go back. Go back to the okay. second one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely don't think I've seen all of them. I think there's like. Well, I've never seen the Rob Zombie ones. 
Really? That's shocking to me. I've like skimmed them. They 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 were like on HBO, but I never like so I've seen like, you know, the the trailer park aesthetic that I've heard about, but like I never right, right. sat down and watched the whole movie. I've watched the first one. Um and I hated it enough that despite the fact that people were like, well the second one's actually good. Um it it does some new interesting stuff. I don't think I've ever seen the second one. Well, think. like you hate that world. Yes. So yes. like even if, I, I, a, I hate his writing, like period. Yes. Yeah. I think he's a terrible <laughs> writer. Um, uh, so it's like, so, what's a so good like, version of like ugly, like trailer park aesthetic, like grimy, hateful characters getting hacked up? Yeah. Like, what's the best version of that? You know, like not for nothing. But if I was ever going to like a a, a, a Rob Zombie movie, it would have been House of a Thousand Corpses because it's like a theme park movie. You know, weird. Yeah, I guess like, you're right. Yeah. Because it's like a it's like a it's like a, a a roadside attraction, and there's like a freak show, and and it it feels like like a tailor made for a Halloween Horror Nights thing. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. if there was ever gonna be one that I was gonna like, it was gonna be that one. I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. Um, so this first one, yeah, Rob Zombie, please don't ever make an Evil Dead movie. You wouldn't do it right. Um, oh yeah, that doesn't like we're gonna make. I'm gonna make a movie. I'm gonna focus on uh, Bobby Joe and uh, yeah, <laughs> that guy. What if they? You, you, you just know, and they'd be like yelling at each other and getting in fights and like, yeah. What's their story? Um, how many people they killed? I bet they killed a bunch <laughs> of people. Um, actually, not for nothing though. Mm-hmm. There is a really fucking rad as hell Evil Dead movie you could make in the style of From Dust Till Dawn. Oh yeah, we're like two like two bank robbers are like we'll hide in this cabin. <clears throat> totally, and then just oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I like wonder I- how much how much Evil Dead inspired from Dust Till Dawn. Like, if you talk to Tarantino and Rodriguez, we'd be like, "Is this like? Did you are do you- like vampires instead of like instead of yeah. deadites and like?" Because it it has that vibe for sure. I surprisingly haven't done a ton of research into that one. Yeah, like what inspired? I think it's Tarantino wrote it, so I don't really know like what his inspiration was. Right. Um, besides, yeah. like what it always is. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's kind of like there is a weird a world where there could be more Evil Dead because it is such an elastic premise of like a cabin and a book. You know. Yeah. I really Evil Dead. That that version of an Evil Dead, the From Dust Till Dawn version of an Evil Dead, mm-hmm. there's such a there's such an easy way to make a secret Evil Dead movie, and that's how you do it. Yeah, no hell yeah. Where like where like no one knows like like the Ten Cloverfield Lane of an Evil of the Evil Dead franchise, Definitely. where no one knows that it's a Cloverfield movie, you know, and then like because it's halfway like, through the movie you're like oh shit like that's <laughs> to you know to 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 fox's credit maybe you know i understand <clears throat> like yeah like you know the the prey if you heard you know the prey reveal is apparently trachtenberg wanted it to be a surprise that right right we were watching a predator movie um, right and it's hard to sell a movie based on just like what if there was a comanche warrior in the past that had adventures right Yes. Like, how do you sell that movie without dropping the Predator armor? Right. But the evil, the most iconic part of the Evil Dead, arguably besides Bruce Campbell, is the book. Right. 
And you could totally market like a scary, cool, weird movie without just showing the Book of the Dead. You could even show yep. a deadite out of context and not have it be immediately apparent that it's a deadite. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. Man, that would be cool. That'd be a cool way to do another Evil Dead movie. Uh, especially especially because anyway. people are used to like, well, it's going to be another 10 years before like, oh, wait, oh, shit. No, there's one coming out like in two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Anyway. Um, so we're really switching gears next week. Yeah. We're stepping into uh, our, our, our listener voted franchise, mm-hmm. um, Rocky, uh, and, and eventually um, Creed. Uh, you know, like <laughs> seven weeks from now or whatever. Seven what do you uh? What do you think about Rocky versus the Evil Dead? I would, I mean, it's interesting. I it, I mean, that's essentially you know, there's something to be said about about Ash as Rocky going the distance. Like that's kind of his arc. <laughs> yep, it's like he he's wants... going the distance with the Deadites. You know? Yeah, he's like no, he these things to are going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, um, it's uh, it's it's obviously it's a franchise very close to my heart. Um, I'm so happy that we're going to get to cover it. If you have never seen the Rocky movies and you think of them as like hyper masculine sort of like tough guy movies, I, I implore you to trust me when I tell you that is so not their vibe like 90% of the time. Um, there, There's definitely like a solid 10% that is very masculine of like, you know, people down in whole legs and shit um, and, and, and then pumping iron. But like, like, yeah, I wouldn't call I think Rocky's too. I, I think as a character, Rocky is too like thoughtful and too yeah. big of a chatterbox to be a himbo. But yeah. He's definitely a soft boy. He's a soft boy. He definitely is. Um, it's uh, there's no other franchise like the Rocky franchise, and yeah, if you've never experienced them, I think I think that there's a whole generation of people that have largely dismissed them um, and be like, "Oh, those are movies that I don't need to see." Uh, mm-hmm. I disagree. I think everybody should watch Rocky. Um, I think the Rocky movies are they're they're, they're so soft and. Um, there, there, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, emotionality at their core. They're very earnest films, um, in like a, in a fun, nice way in a way, way that feels super comfy. But then uh, so if I you just, do, yeah. if you do like macho stuff and you do like action yep. stuff, there is still some kick-ass boxing matches. Yep. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, it's, uh. It's good stuff, guys. Um, I'm I'm really excited, and I'm excited to talk about the sort of Italian American uh, angle on the whole franchise and and all of that. Um, and then we are we're splitting duties because I'm doing background for the Rocky movies, and then you're taking over for Creed. Yep. Um, and uh, love we're doing Creed, something dude. similar with yeah, we're doing something similar with Star Trek uh, when we get around to that on the other side of Rocky. But uh, we're only yeah. doing the ones we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, uh, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very excited to, uh, talk about all of the Rocky movies. I think it's going to be a really fun time and it's, and they're all coming out, uh, exactly in the, in the time frame that I associate them most, which is like the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. So, yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. research. I think they all were released in that time. 
I think all of them were except for uh, Creed 3, which will be released in March of next year. Oh, so, weird. Yep. Super weird. Super mm-hmm. weird. Don't like it at all. Nope. Um, <clears throat> don't like it at all. Uh, I'm wondering. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out when we get closer. But I'm wondering if the reason they pushed it back is because, you know, not for nothing, but it's his first movie he's ever directed. Sure. And I'm wondering if they're, like they didn't edit it and realize they need to do some reshoots. Um, sure. Yeah. They, they didn't get everything they need to, like, make a really, really strong third outing, you know. Oh, man, nobody won. We forgot. Nobody, <clears throat> wants, nobody wins the fight. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, he fights Kang in this one. Kang? Jonathan Majors. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what his story is. Right? Cause, yeah. Because like, I, I feel like it's got to be something Adonis-centric. Right. It, needs to like be, a... it needs to be centered on him because the last two movies were all about... Um, Rocky Legacy all characters. About, yeah, Rocky Legacy characters. And so, you know, like even the first one, he's not fighting a, Ro- a Rocky Legacy character, but he's fighting... The the person he's fighting doesn't really matter, yeah. So much he, as like his story, you know. He's kind of like he's not not to go into Rocky, but you know he's sure. the Creed the the character. I can't even think of his name right now, but he's very much like Mason the Line Dixon, where yeah. he's just a a very he could be a real boxer, and right. it's not really about him, right? But yeah, it would be great if Jonathan Majors was like Adonis's like Harry Osborn. Something like that would be really cool. What I don't want is for him to be Clever Lane's son or something. It, um, it can't be. I refuse. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't want it to be that. Um, and and if it is, I'm going to be a little upset. But because uh, uh, I'm just going to be like, that is lame. That is did, so lame. <laughs> did Apollo and Clever Lang ever even fight? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, if they did, it wasn't memorable at all. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would hate that. Uh, Childhood. Because the other reason I would hate that is because not just for the fact that, like, that's lame. Because, like, who the fuck cares about Clever Lane? He's, like, the worst character in the Rocky franchise. The least memorable. Um, Well, no, that's not true. (laughs) The guy guy in Rocky Balboa is less memorable than Clever Lane, for sure. Mason the Lion Dixon. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But um, I will say... The reason I wouldn't like it is because Rocky isn't in this movie, and if Rocky's not going to be in the movie, that is a continuation, like a, a legacy continuation of Rocky Three, the movie where Adonis's father becomes his trainer. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like that. that I, what was the point of this? Like, you know, it's just yeah. it, it feels like Rocky would have to be there if they were going to do that, and they would have to be saying something about that. About yeah, like, like, oh. It, you know, if, if I fought this guy's more... dad. Your dad trained me. <laughs> yeah, and now he's not even there. He's not even going to be like, yeah, it's crazy this is happening, Donnie. Like, then it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we even talking about it still? It's... Yeah, right, right. So it's got to be a new guy. Got to yeah. be. That's honestly how I felt about Star Wars was like, you know, I like I, I like The Last Jedi, but it's like, hey, cool. Like, I kind of want to just see these cool new characters go on an adventure. I kind of, and like, I'm in the very much the minority of that where like, Everyone wanted just more Luke Han Leia, but I'm like, no, I like these kids. I wanted, what are they about? What's making them tick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the late, I will say the legacy 
I think the legacy element of the sequels is the worst part of the sequels because yeah. it distracted everybody from what they should have been focused on. Mm-hmm. Which and was, was the new characters. The new characters, and it was awkward because it's like they never, the trio never share a scene together. Right. Which I hate. It's like, if you're going to do this, like, do it. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like they should have just done it and got it all, all out of the way in Force Awakens and then just moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's kind of what I hope for Creed three. I want it to be like a Creed movie. I agree, a hundred percent. Um, but we'll find out next year. But uh, yeah, Rocky coming up next next week. Yep. Our uh, once again, we talked about this in the last between episode. The Evil Dead was our earliest movie that we have ever covered, and now it's beat immediately by Rocky. Yep. Um, yeah, the the uh, oldest movie we've ever covered on the show. 1976 so probably the earliest we'll go back i think you think so i don't know like i mean you know we're not going to do jaws like we said or you know it'll be, it'll be a long time before we get to jaws yeah yeah um halloween i could see us doing like universal monsters or something oh yeah 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 i could see us doing something like that Dracula. um yeah we could do we could do the thin man movies thin man movies we could always do that we would enjoy it, and no one else would listen to the episode. <laughs> we would have like we would have like downloaded. Yeah, it would be two downloads just from us subscribed to our own show. <laughs> <laughs> no guests. No one's like what? No guests. Yeah. After the what? The thin- <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to see a dog reckoning with his? I was just gonna reference the same okay. thing. <laughs> Is that dog getting cucked? <laughs> what? <laughs> You will believe. Oh no, a dog can worry about the faithfulness of his wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, Evil Dead. Thanks so much for listening. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you to our guests. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, um, I don't know. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I should say on the Patreon uh, today, uh, Bubba Hotep. So yes, yeah. Check haven't that seen out. that. We're talking about, in... yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, I haven't seen. I hadn't seen it in a long, 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 long time. Um, but uh, I'm very interested to revisit it because, um, I loved it when it first came out. I don't mm. know how much it holds up, but we'll see. Um, also, Elvis is in the conversation in the pop culture conversation. I was going to say, again, so. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. see how it can. So it might be. That's a fun Halloween movie to watch this year, probably. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Bubba Hotep. Yeah. So, anyway. His name wasn't Bubba Hotep, right? Who? He was Elvis. Bruce Campbell's name was Elvis. He's playing Elvis. Yeah, yeah. He's Elvis. He, he, okay, he, cool. is, he is Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what Bubba Hotep is, it is a movie in which uh, Bruce Campbell plays Elvis Presley in a retirement home. He never died. The Elvis that died was a copy was like a, an impersonator that he switched out with because he was tired of being famous. So he was like, you could be Elvis now. I'm just going to be like a nobody. Now he's in a retirement home. No one believes he's Elvis. They all think that he's senile. We never clearly know for sure whether or not he's really Elvis. It's sort of like whatever. And then he teams up with uh, a black guy who who is also at the retirement home who says that he is JFK, who also was switched out 
with someone um, who was assassinated and then died black. Um, so he is much more, uh, uh, much more uh, uh, definitely to, senile. Yeah, yeah, likely to be senile um, versus Bruce Campbell's uh, Elvis Presley, um, and they team up to fight a mummy who is um, attacking this retirement home by uh, sucking the souls of the elderly out their butts. Yep. Right out their butts. This so. was like an early cult movie that I watched. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, 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 ex- well, I'm sure we're going to get into it in the episode that we, Definitely. where we talk about it, but uh, yeah. So check it out. I think it's on prime or something. Huh. Nice. It's streaming on something. So I don't know. Check it out. Bubba Hotep. It's, it's a fun movie. It's uh, Don Coscarelli. Um, yeah. Phantasm. Yeah. yeah. Phantasm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the meantime, thanks for listening. And uh, don't read from the Book of the Dead. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't read it. Don't think it. Don't hear it. Yep. Don't listen to it. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.